Hi, and welcome to the Quick and Dirty Romance Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Sky McDonald, author of the Auntie Bell series. And I'm Sarah Smith, author of Faker and If You Never Come Back. Each episode, we'll dive deep into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author. We'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about the publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes, and more. And then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less, but we promise to leave you satisfied. So if you haven't already read our books, please be sure to check them out after you listen to this podcast and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. And as always, we so appreciate you leaving a, re- a review wherever you are listening. Well, let me see. Today, it's a cloudy day here where I am. There's been a little bit of rain. And Sarah, the skies where you are are cloudy too, right? Yeah, they're cloudy with smoke from wildfires, mm. <laughs> which is funny. I'm not laughing at that. It's just it looks pretty horrifying outside, but I'm good. I'm safe. It's just very cloudy and a wildfire smoke kind of way. But you're safe. Yes, totally safe. Yes. Good. Good. So it is a bit cloudy and we're starting on a low note. I am, if you follow me on social media, you will know that I have been sad over the past week uh, because I have had to say goodbye to my beloved dog, Winston. Um, so be sure to check out my Instagram for pictures of a corgi because there are plenty of them. But even though we're starting on a bit of a down note and a bit of a cloudy sky, we wanted to turn it around. And that's exactly why we're here today. Because through 2020 and all the changes and crazy things that has brought to us, um, we wanted to take a minute and just talk about our favorite things. With so much changing and so much unrest and so many unknowns in the world, we thought it would be good to just kind of take an episode and, of course, tie it into inspiration and tie it into romance, but just talk about some of the things that we love the most. Because... We are hearing a lot that people are re-watching, re-reading, and f- going to the things that keep them comfortable. We were on a Skype or a Zoom um, party with other podcasters from the Frolic Network, and our fellow Frolic uh, podcasters were often saying the same thing, that they are re-watching things for comfort. And so today's episode is all about our favorite things. But because this is a romance episode, we will take it away and begin with favorite romances. Sarah, which ones are yours? Well, I am definitely um, just diving back into my old trope that I love so much, which is like enemies to lovers. So I've been rereading my favorite parts of your book is one of them, not suitable for work because I love it so much. (laughs) That has been such a comfort to me. Um, Also, a Good Night's Sleep by Stephanie Simpson. That's an amazing enemies to lovers romance. That I, That's one of my all-time favorites. And I reread my favorite parts of that book all the time. Um, I'm also really into JL Peridot, her, um, her fantasy space romance. It starts with a kiss. That is a favorite one that I keep coming back to. And they're not enemies to lovers. It's like a workplace romance with like a cute crush that ends up into something more. And that has been really, really, really cute. Yeah. I've just been like, um, yeah, like you said, the world kind of is sucky right now. So (laughs) I'm just going back to the things that make me smile. And that's, those are some of my favorite books. I've also like, um, I don't know if you've been watching, much TV or movies, but there have been a couple of 
rom-coms that I've been really enjoying rewatching. And one of them is the movie Leap Year, which came out like 11 years ago. It came out a long time ago. And it's the one with Amy Adams and Matthew Good. And he he's uh, like an Irish guy in that one. And she's she spontaneously goes to Ireland to propose to her boyfriend, who's not him. But it obviously ends up that he, that Matthew, you know what I mean? Like it's, a yeah. you know what happens? Yeah. So that's been like really comforting because they end really well and they're really cute and they make me all warm and fuzzy inside. So that's how I've been coping. How have you been coping? Sky? What have you been reading and watching? Well, it thrills me to hear that you've been rereading not suitable for work. Um, especially since next week is it's one year birthday. I can't believe I- it, but yeah. Uh, We'll have to talk more about our book birthdays because both of us are having that coming up. And on that note, I too, it's funny that you say that because I've also been rereading parts of books, like my favorite parts. Um, So, for example, the pub trivia slash car afterwards scene in Faker. Uh, That's one of my favorite scenes. So I have gone back to that one. And A Good Night's Sleep is actually a new read for me that I just finished, um, but I did enjoy it. So it's a new favorite thing. Um, And yeah, JL's book, It Starts With a Kiss, which I think also had its book birthday, maybe even as we're recording. Um, I remember last year when we were both getting ready to publish because our main characters are both named Celeste. But yes, that is a cyber romance, which I really did enjoy. And then I've been going back to my favorite moments in Beautiful Player, which is, uh, of course, Christina Lauren. And that's the book about Will and Hannah. That's my favorite favorite of that series, even though I love the whole series. And I reread all of The Hating Game because I don't know any romance fan who doesn't love The Hating Game. And actually on the note, it's funny, um, one of our fellow or another podcast group um, uh, was say, uh, just posted the other day a recipe for the Lucy cocktail. So I'll try to share that. I'll share their, their uh, page with you because it was super fun. And if I drank cocktails, which I don't, I was totally <laughs> been all over it. So it seemed great. Um, so yeah, and then in terms of watching, I haven't watched a whole lot of anything lately. Um, my favorite binge watch it, watch it again and again romance, um, is Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knightley. I know there's a big, you know, divide on that, whether Kira, you know, to go with the Kira Knightley version or the Colin Firth, but I am, I am the Kira Knightley version all the way. I love the, I love, oh, I love you most ardently. Oh, <laughs> um, but then in terms of what else I watch is not romance, but instead like comedy. So I've been rewatching um, Arrested Development because that, that show is, in my opinion, one of the funniest shows that ever was. And it will make me laugh out loud even when I am terribly, terribly sad. So um, I've been I've been going on Arrested Development as well. Um so yeah, like, you know, it's just staying in romance. It's good. It keeps like the inspiration going. Um, it keeps, you know, it's just, it is, it's just so comfortable. Like I love, and everybody who's, I don't think anybody who's listening is a naysayer of romance, but that's one of the things we catch a lot. It's like, Oh, the happily ever after the trope. And it's like, no, that's, that's why it's beautiful because of all these original stories that come out, but they all are the comfort of a happy, happy ending. Um, but in terms of inspiration, it's been really good. And I know you're doing something with like a podcast or YouTube channel for your inspo lately. 
Um, kind of. This is kind of weird, but I don't even care anymore because it's quarantine pandemic times and I don't care. If something is weird. If it gives <laughs> me comfort, I don't, I just, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I have been watching this, uh, YouTube channel, um, by this, uh, relationship and, uh, I, I guess you would call it like a relationship therapist. He has a degree in counseling and psychology. He's a doctor. He's Dr. Kirk Honda, and he has a YouTube channel called um, Psychology in Seattle. And he also has a podcast too, but I, which I listen to sometimes, but I mostly watch his YouTube channel when I'm working out. And he offers um, some really thoughtful critiques of 90 Day Fiance episodes, like in a relationship context. And I started, I don't remember how exactly I found him on YouTube, but I, um, I, re I started watching because I'm working on like a story manuscript type thing where one of the characters is um, like a relationship therapist, counselor type person. And I thought like, well, I should probably actually like research this so I know what kind of what I'm talking about. Um, and that has been such like, I, I can't even tell you how much I enjoy watching um the episodes because i feel like a lot of um people like will watch something like 90 day fiance and will like make fun of it and will like you know hate on it or whatever but like he gives some really thoughtful analysis about like why people do the things that they do in a relationship like why you might like why somebody in a couple like acts out or why they um self-deprecate or why they lash out or why they argue a certain way um which I think is really, really, really helpful to know because, um, like I'm not, I'm not anybody who's in, like, I'm not a professional psychology person or I don't work in mental health or anything like that. So it's really interesting to get that take on, on relationships, especially since like as a romance writer and rom-com writer, like we write about relationships and it's nice to know, or it's helpful to know like, okay, this could be why, a person is acting this way because something happened in their past or they had this type of relationship modeled to them when they were kids, even though they're not consciously like making the decision to act a certain way. Like sometimes how you grew up when you were really little, that can dictate how you behave as an adult in a relationship, even when you don't mean for it to. So that's been really, really, really fascinating for me to watch that and to apply it to writing relationships in like a rom-com romance context <laughs> if that makes sense I don't know it makes perfect sense and uh, massive respect like that's that's a great way to get like really even deeper into your writing craft I think um Thanks. I am like I'd never really thought about like delving into like a psychology sort of thing although it does make perfect sense because you know when writing a character kind of understanding even their motivations I mean even if the character is not a therapist themselves so, like, I remember during one of the drafts of Nemesis, I was uh, getting the feedback of why is Olivia so bold? Why is she so, why does she come on so strong? What happened to her? Was she abused? And I was like, no, but it really did make me have to think, like, why did this character have such a strong personality? Because in my mind, she just did. Um, but it did kind of help me sort of develop her and round her out. And it's the same for Melody in book two, off the record. For a while, it was like, why is she so driven? Why can't she, you know, allow for anything, any sort of variations? And then sort of the story kind of just came to me about her mother having left her family when she was little, da-da-da. 
But I think that just kind of doing a deeper dive into the psychology, the psyche is like a brilliant way to really round out your your writing. I think it's fantastic. I'm super impressed. You're going to have to tell me more. Um, <laughs> but in the meantime, I've been over here uh, listening to Dolly Parton's America. Um, that has been my new favorite podcast as of late. Um, I haven't gotten all the way through it, but I think... There is something about Dolly Parton that I just find, I mean, and I just find it, don't we all, absolutely wonderful and fantastic. And I just love the way that, especially in this super divisive time and when we're all having to separate and then separating along different lines of politics and philosophy, Dolly Parton unites everyone. Sexuality, gender, age, it doesn't matter. She's just like this light of a human being and I think she's wonderful. And it's really interesting because in the second episode, they're talking about her relationship with Porter Wagner, which I had heard of him because, you know, I'm from Tennessee. And that's another reason why I love the connection with the Dolly Parton thing. But Porter Wagner was like this guy who was huge on the Grand Ole Opry. He's like a big name star back then. And he basically got her her start. Like he made her a name. But then she outgrew the whole thing and he was trying to be super controlling and da 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 da. And so by the time it was like she wanted to go and do her own thing, and she was, of course, a great entrepreneur anyway, she the story goes that like they had a deep love. If it was sexual, they don't like nobody ever says, but it was like a soulmate kind of thing. But apparently that's why she wrote I Will Always Love You. She like wrote the song, sang it for him, and then walked out of his office and broke her, con- broke her contract. Um, God, that's sad. Yeah. I know. And she's still a badass. Yeah. But it was funny because I was in Tennessee and I was talking to my mom and I was telling her about listening to this. And my mom's like, oh, yeah, Porter Wagner, your uncle recorded with him. And I was like, I was like, wait, what? And she was like, yeah, your uncle recorded. There's this photo. Da, da, da. I was like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. So um, I thought that was hilarious because it's like in Tennessee, it's like everybody knows everybody in some way, shape or form, it feels like sometimes. Um, even though Nashville's a big city now. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's my favorite podcast of the moment. That's that's freaking awesome. I, I love that your family has a connection to Dolly Parton. That's like awesome. She's amazing. I love Dolly Parton. I know. Who doesn't? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. It's really, really cool. I love it. Um I don't know. Let's see. Favorite things, favorite things. Well, we're both so big on social media. Um, Do you have favorite indulgences or profiles that you follow that give you life? Yeah, I do. And it's like really embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you have to sell it. Okay. Yeah. So this is, well, it's not, I don't want to say like me following this person isn't what's embarrassing. It's what I did one of the times when I was looking at his profile is embarrassing. But um, so there's this adult film actor and his name, is, or adult film performer, I don't know what how they prefer to go by. Um, his name is Quentin James and his Instagram handle is the Quentin James Life. And um, so what I've noticed is, so I, like Instagram has like pretty, stringent rules I would say on like the kind of content you can post so like his content isn't like pornographic at all it's just pretty sexy because it's like him um working out at the gym or like 
doing a selfie with no shirt on, like that kind of stuff. And I mean, like, maybe that makes me sound like a creep that I like admit that I follow this guy just because like, he's very pretty to look at. And mm-hmm. I like, enjoy looking at his Instagram pictures, but like, I, yeah, like, I don't know, times are weird and you do what you gotta do to find some joy in your yeah. day. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's anything embarrassing there. Right. Yeah. So that's not embarrassing, but, and I can't, I, I mean, like, this isn't that surprising if you know me as a person and I'm just so awkward and ridiculous, but so like, obviously, so this is, please don't judge me. I'm about to share something ridiculous. So sorry, but this is just me. I was looking through his Instagram story, obviously, as you do. And, um, I, so I have a new phone and I don't have like on the back of the phone, those little things that you stick on them to help you hold them. I don't have one yet for my new phone. So I was looking through his Instagram story and I lost the grip of my phone, which I do all the time because I can't hold my phone properly, apparently. And in my like panic of trying to like grab hold of my phone again, so I didn't drop it on the floor. I like accidentally tapped the screen and I accidentally sent him like a flame, a fire flame emoji. <laughs> and I know that like he did, like this did not register on this guy's, like I'm sure he did not notice. I'm sure like he must get a million DMs and a million comments <laughs> a day. Like this is probably white noise for him. But that was so, I, I wanted to crawl <laughs> and die. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing on my social media Sky, What have you been doing? <laughs> First of all, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing. That's that is my new favorite story. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't I haven't accidentally sent a flame to anyone. Um, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'll try to I'll try to keep it up, but who who knows? My uh, my dear friend likes to send me um, posts by Sam Hewen, uh, who is the guy who plays Jamie in Outlander. So of course, you know the Scottish vibe. I'm a big fan. Um, but she, she loves to send me Sam Hewen's photos and he has a very strong Instagram game. So between the whiskey and then just like the sexy pictures of him doing all kinds of fabulous things and being fabulous. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. So that's, that's my eye candy. I don't know if it's a spank bank kind of thing. <laughs> like Quentin James. Although I think I'm going to have to now check out this Quentin James. It sounds yeah, like he's, really, I, he's amazing. Yeah. I feel like I'm behind the curve by not knowing. So, yeah. Um, and then, you know, just I have I have so many wonderful people that I interact with regularly on um, Instagram. But I love uh, the poet Gareth Massey. And this is, like, not sexy. Uh, his poetry is just beautiful. And he's, like, I'm an amazing writer. He's got a book coming out uh, this fall. And I'm super excited about it. Um, he's in South Africa. Um, but yeah, so like, I think his words, I often will like share his work, uh, to my stories. Cause I just think his words are absolutely beautiful. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, so, but check back in with me on this Quentin James thing. Check back in because I'm going to, update's coming. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Um, Aren't you sad that you're my friend? Like, I am. Like you have to put up with <laughs> I could not be more proud to, than to call you my friend. I am honored to be your friend and also amused on the regular. So I love it. Um, so, okay. So 
flames and all the other things um your book simmer down is coming out next month and it is all about food and i don't know a better thing to wrap up favorite things with other than food so uh favorite foods and like either something that you put into i don't know i feel like i'm interviewing you and i'm not i'm just like (laughs) so what next so what next tell me about your favorite things tell me all your favorite things um but yeah i don't know foods um i love obviously i love talking about food because i wrote an almost entire book about food food and sexual things so those are two passions apparently I have been really reliant on pastries and carbs to get me through this pandemic quarantine situation. And um, there's this bakery in my city and it's called Sparrow Bakery and it's, they have the greatest almond croissants I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And again, I've not, I mean, I've never been to France. I'm sure theirs are incredible. Um, but I, yeah, like I can't tell you how much they have just been my saving grace when I'm just ready to lose it. And I'm like, you know what? I need to go eat some <laughs> butter and carbs. Yeah. Better. Um, so that has been my, my big thing. How about you? Like what's your food indulgence or is yours more of a drink indulgence? I guess. Well, I'm trying, I'm trying to mitigate the drinking. Um, you know, because that is, that is a hole you can really go down. And honestly, even though I, I do, I do love a good drink. Um, I don't like to drink too much. It's not my thing. Um, I have discovered in terms of carbs, like I have gotten lucky enough to be near two really great bakeries um, over the course of this year. Uh, the first was Ore Washers in Manhattan. Um, and now I have this really cute place called like the French Dad Boulangerie. Um, and both of them have nailed the French croissant. So just the plain one. Um, I love an almond croissant. I love chocolate as well. But like Saturday morning has been for croissant and like blueberries. And it's just like a beautiful little indulgence. And it makes me, if I close my eyes, I can think about being in Paris, which I've been there a few times and I absolutely love it. I know I sound so fancy, but I'm not. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I love Paris. It's one of my favorite places. And so, yes, I have rediscovered this love. Um, and then in terms of drink, you know, I always love a good IPA. Um, and then I miss the Nashville beers. I got to go down to Nashville for only a couple days last week. And I'm hoping to get down there again very, very soon. Um, Southern Grist is even mentioned and not suitable for work, but they do a great IPA. Um, but so I love the Nashville beer. And it's very hard to get in the north. Um, and then, of course, I'm always, always obsessed with a dram of good Scottish whiskey. I am such a fan of Scottish whiskey that you could say it's been a huge inspiration for the book that I've been writing. And we're going to talk lots more about the books that we have been writing very soon. Um, But yes, whiskey, whiskey, beer, and croissants. It's a healthy, healthy diet I've got going here. (laughs) I mean, honestly, given the state of the world, I think that's one of the healthier coping mechanisms you could probably engage in right now. So... Yeah, I, I try. I try to balance it with bike riding or running. So you know, I, yeah. I do. I prefer a beer once I've done done a good run. It feels like you've earned it. Like your muscles are like, yeah, ready. Um, but yeah, I try to keep it balanced. But yeah, listing them all in order, it's like, oh god, take care of yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I think honestly, and I owe you still because you, you're the person who taught me how to drink whiskey properly and bourbon too. And yep. I like, I haven't indulged in anything like that because it's like, I don't know why, but like carbs, like carbs you can eat are what my um, weakness is. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I won't get diabetes or something like that, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't well, know. next time we're together, we will drink more whiskey. It's been far too long on that one, too. But um, I don't know. This has been fun. Uh, We have kept it about romance, kind of. Um, But it has been good fun, and it has helped me feel a lot better. Uh, Like I said, you know, I want to thank everybody uh, who's given me love and support over this time because I, I am very sad that I have lost my little Winston. But this has given me some life. So, Sarah, this was great for me. Was it good for you? Um, hell yeah, it was good for me. <laughs> Excellent. So thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please, please do leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you haven't already read our books, please check them out. They are Not Suitable for Work, Off the Record, and Nemesis by me, Sky McDonald, and Faker, and if you never come back, and very soon, Simmer Down by Sarah Smith. You can find us on Quick uh, blah, blah. if you can find us on Twitter at Quick and Dirty Rom and on Instagram at Quick and Dirty Romance. And in the meantime, talking about our favorite things, if you would like to drop us a line and tell us what your favorite things are, be they food, books, movies, podcasts, or anything at all, we would love to hear from you. And then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Writer Sky McD. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram too. I am at author Sarah S. We love to hear from you, so reach out and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. Quick and Dirty Romance is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again soon. Bye.